to Solomon and said, Solomon, um, um, look, whatever you ask me for, I'm going to grant it to you. And that's over in 1 Kings 3 and 5. He says, whatever you ask, I'm going to grant it. Ask, I'll give it to you. And in 1 Kings 3 and 9, Solomon, and this is where he was, had taken over the kingship and he was getting ready to lead the people. And Solomon asked for only one thing. He said, give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people, so that I know what to do, so I know how to handle what you've given me, so I know what to do, um, so I can do it, not just do it, but I want to do it well, God. I just don't want to uh, 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 just do it when I feel like doing it, but God, I want to do it well. And then this is the other thing that he said. He said that I want to know the difference between right and wrong. God, that, that's all I wanted. I want to know how to, I, know, I want to know how, I want wisdom and understanding to govern your people. And, and I want to know right from wrong because God, I don't know how to govern them by myself. They're yours. They're yours. And so I need your wisdom in how to do this thing. I need wisdom in how to walk this next journey out. This next uh, 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 journey that you've called me on, I need wisdom to be able to walk this thing out. And so that brings me to the benefits of godly wisdom. We need wisdom in knowing how to walk through this life. We need the wisdom of God. What is wisdom? Wisdom uh, um, is the insight into the true nature of things. Into the true nature of things is the ability to properly use the knowledge. It's having the facts, which is knowledge, and knowing how to apply the facts. That's wisdom. How to apply the facts. And, and um, in the last chapter of Romans um, the last verse, it talks about to the only one and wise God. To the only one and wise God. God knows the true nature. And, and when I was doing some studying, uh, it was talking about of how God knows the beginning and he knows the end. He's knowledgeable. And the thing with God is, is that he, he wants to bring us to a good expected end. And so, uh, uh, because God knows that, he knows how to direct us and how to guide us. His, his sole purpose is to make us to be victorious in life. His sole purpose is to uh, let us be uh, uh, to where we're not having to strive and to work so hard. And so, the wisdom of God is what we need. Um, and, and this is what Paul, uh, uh, just what James is saying. James is saying, okay, we're, we're on this journey, and one of the fruits, and the fruits that uh, uh, your lifestyle should be, be, be producing a godly lifestyle, but in order to do that, you need God's wisdom. You need God's wisdom on how to do this thing. So, I talked about the fruit. Philippians 3 and... 18 and 19 says, for I have told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct, whose conduct, listen to this, nobody knows what's really in your heart until you act it out. 
Nobody really knows what you're thinking about until you actually act it out, until you put some, some action to whatever you're thinking. And so it says whose conduct shows that they are really enemies of the cross. And then verse 19 says, and they are headed for destruction. So when you are not believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, when, when you are not following, and, and as, the man, as, as uh, Brother Ray said, if you are not being disciplined in the word of God and, and living this life, you're headed for destruction. It says their God is their appetite, and they brag about shameful things, and they think only about this life here on earth. There are, are many that are thinking about this life here on earth. Um, I, 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 my prayers go out, to, and I ask, solicit your prayers for uh, Pastor Robert and myself. We, we lost uh, my father in love and his father, um, and I ask for your prayers for him. But one thing about death, it will bring you to the reality, and Pastor Robert and I was talking this week, is that once you leave this earth, there's no saying, okay, um, I think I want to go back. Once we leave, it's done and over with. There's no coming back and, God, I need a do-over. There's no do-overs once you close your eyes for the last time. Amen. And so we have to work out our soul salvation, what? Daily. Daily. We got to do this thing. We got to work at it. We're not perfect. So I'm not trying to say bring a spirit of condemnation. But the least we should do is be surrendering ourselves to God and saying, God, help me through this journey. Help me to, to walk this walk that I need to walk. And so we don't want to be ones that only think about life here on earth. So let's look at James uh, 3, starting at the 14th verse. Well, let me, let me put this scripture up here first. Um, verse 13. Verse 13 says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it. Prove it. Tell your neighbor, prove it. If you're watching at home, say prove it. If you are wise and understand God's ways, James is saying, prove it by what? By living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Now, we're not talking about you can enter into heaven by works, but what we're saying is prove that you believe what you say you believe. You know, uh, uh, if you say, oh, I'm with you and I'm with you all the way and I look back, and when trouble comes, you're gone. You didn't prove to me that you were with me all the way. Amen. But if I look back when I'm troubled, and, I, and I, I remember when we were out on the street, and, and Pete, Pete had my back, and it was so funny. I went out on the street, and I went up to some people by myself. I jumped out the truck. I was just so excited. I get excited over outreach. And the next thing I know, I look, and I'm thinking I'm there by myself, and I look behind me, and there is Pete, and he's like, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm the bigger, y'all ever seen that, you know, you think you're fighting the book, but you got some back, and that's the way it was with Pete, and then when I got in the car, he said, Pastor Wendy, I'm going to get you. He said, don't ever get out of the car without one of us. So he proved his loyalty, he proved his faithfulness by saying, look, I got you. Even, even in your, even in your, 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 your uh, 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 anxiousness and, and uh, just spontaneity to jump out, he said, I got you. 
And so God says, I got you on today. God, he says, I got you. So in other words, he said to prove it. So let's look at um, starting at the 14th verse. Starting at the 14th verse. Verse 14, and we're, we're now we're going to be uh, given a demonstration between godly wisdom and, and earthly or worldly wisdom. And so um, verse 14 says, but if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with, with boasting and lying. Don't try to give me, you know, be, be wise with words and give me the fluff. You ever seen anybody that have the gift of the gab? You know, they can just talk their way out of anything. And so um, uh, James says, look, uh, but if you're bitterly envious, and then uh, verse 15, it says, um, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind, God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. So earthly wisdom, uh, 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 so uh, 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 earthly wisdom comes where? It's unspiritual and it's demonic. Man, you don't want anybody to say that, oh, you know, you, you, you know, uh, demonic. That's a that's a strong word, but it's saying that the earthly wisdom that we walk in is demonic. And then verse um, uh, fifteen. I'm sorry. Yeah, verse verse fifteen, sixteen. There we go. Thank you, Pastor Robert. He's keeping me on point this morning. Verse t- sixteen says, and now we're going to talk about. Um, and it says, for we're still talking about earthly wisdom. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. This is earthly wisdom. So let's go to godly wisdom. Verse seventeen says, but the wisdom from above is first of all what pure. It is also peace loving. It's gentle at all times. And willing to yield to others. It's full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism. You remember one Sunday I talked about showing favoritism and and partiality. And it it says it shows no favoritism and it is always sincere. Always, always sincere. So... If you were here with us in the building, you would see the chart that I, I, I made um, that talks about earthly wisdom. So earthly wisdom is based upon bitterness. Earthly wisdom is selfish ambition. Earthly wisdom is based on jealousy and selfishness. Earthly wisdom produces what? Every kind of evil. So when, when, when you're walking in earthly wisdom, it's not only producing evil in your life, but it's also producing evil in the lives that are around you. Now, don't, don't take too, don't, don't get caught up on the word evil. Evil can mean that, you know, you make a decision and everything goes wrong. Evil can mean that uh, um, it's just chaotic and you're like wondering why in the world it's like my life is so chaotic right now because, you know, you you made a decision or you're you're hanging around or you're doing something with somebody that you shouldn't do and and all of a sudden your life is very chaotic. You don't have any peace. Uh, um, That is a form of earthly wisdom because it's based upon the decisions that you made. But godly wisdom, heavenly wisdom, is what? It says it's pure, it's peace-loving, it's gentle, 
meaning is considerate of others, is willing to yield to others, you know, no, you go, no, you go, no, you, well, somebody go. <laughs> somebody, just like today I was saying, if you could ask for anything, Ray jumped right on in. Ray said, I know what I would ask for, but everybody's waiting their turn. It's like somebody say something. Um, and it's full of mercy. It shows no favoritism and always sincere. It's full of good fruits. So in other words, the, the godly heavenly wisdom, you will see the good that God has intended for you. It will produce the fruits in you and even in our own life as we walk through life, it will produce the fruits of righteousness. Y'all have heard about the fruits of righteousness, right? There are fruits of righteousness, talking about gentle patience, love, uh, 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 mercy. Uh, uh, I think that's over in Galatians, the fifth chapter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it talks about the fruits of righteousness. Um, and one thing about the wisdom of God, with the wisdom of God, you don't have to beg for it. You don't have to say, please, please, please. It is a gift of God for those who ask. It is a gift of God, uh, Proverbs, Proverbs, Proverbs 3 and 6 says, ask for wisdom, ask for it. All you have to do is ask for wisdom, and he's willing to give it to you. Pursue it. You know, be hungry for it. Saying, you know, Lord, uh, 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 I, I want to know how, like Solomon, I, I want to know what to do. I, I'm tired of making mistakes. I'm tired of going through the same thing over and over again. Uh, uh, God, I'm addicted to this, and, and I'm, I, I don't know how to come out of this. I need you to help me to come out of this cycle that I'm in. And so God says, in order to do this, you need my wisdom. Amen. In order to come out of the break, the cycle, you need to ask me for wisdom. And then pursue it. Pursue it like your life depends on it. Uh, uh, Proverbs and, and, and uh, 3 and 16 says that. It's, um, 3 and 6, it says pursue it as your life depends on it. So in the last few minutes that I have, uh, or, or last moments that I have, I want to give you four points on the benefit of wisdom. The benefits of wisdom. There's four benefits that um, I want to tell you about on today because the thing with God, as I said before, God wants us to be prosperous. God wants us to, to be at peace. He wants us, even though everything else around us can be chaotic, he wants, he loves us, and, and he wants to care for us. He wants the very best for us. Even the evil that comes in our life, uh, it says that God works everything for the good of those who what? Who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. He is an all-loving God. None of you who have children, and I have my great nephew, I did not wish anything ill will on him, even though uh, uh, sometimes, you know, he's at the talkative stage, and even though sometimes he was talking, 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 I was like, mm, whoo, he, he, you know, just be quiet for a moment. Can we play this game? He didn't want to hear nothing about a be quiet game. It was like, I just want to talk. And even though he was, he was, 
working on my last, not gonna say nerve, but but I was finding it hard just to remain calm. And, and I had him Thursday and he didn't want to do his home, he didn't want to do his virtual schooling. And I asked him, I said, do you want to do your schooling? And this is how we are. I'm saying this because this is how we are with God. God says, do you want to do something? And like my little nephew, I asked him, I said, do you, you know, he, he woke up in a, in a, in a mood. And, and, and I said, uh, do you want to go to school today? He said, no. I said, okay. Well, you're going to go into your virtual classes. You don't have a choice because they're not going to mark you absent just because you have an attitude today. So after he got off of his two Zoom calls, I said, so you don't want to do nothing today? He said, nope. And I started fussing with him, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to mess with you today. I am not going to sit here. If you don't want to do it, fine. Go play. But you're not going to play with none of your toys. You ain't going to play with your iPad. Just go. And so he said, I'm just kidding. No. Well, then, <laughs> well let's sit down. Well, no, I don't want to do that. So I, I said, okay, well, I'm not going to fuss and fight with you today. There's no need for me to kick and pull. And sometimes we are like that with God. You know, God wants us to, and he's prompting us to do a certain thing, and we're saying, nope, God, I don't feel like it today. Nope. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm glad, God, but thank you. No thanks, but no thanks. You know, not today. He tells you to hush your mouth. Keep your mouth shut. I got to just say this one thing. I see some heads went down. Or, you know, we want to we wanna, uh, prove our case or we want to go and just do such and such. And so afterwards, later on, after lunchtime, I asked him, I said, let me ask you something. What do I need to do to get you to do your work. He said, I said, talk to me. You're five years old. You understand? You know, talk to me. I know some folks like, no, I'm going to just, you know, tear your behind up, and you know. But no, I mean, I, I was like, I won't fight with him that day. And I asked him, I said, what do I need to do to get you to do your work? He was like, I don't know. I said, well, I'll tell you what. I said, when we go back to the house, I said, we're going to get your work done? He said, yes. We went in there. And I'm going to tell you, we knocked out four days worth of work in two hours. Because we had a conversation. And there are times that God wants to have a conversation with us. To give us, it's not that God is brought, but he's not going to go against our will. And so God says, I know the way that I have or I have planned for you. There's, there, you know, Jeremiah says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God knows the plans that he has for us. And so uh, 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 in order to walk in these plans, we got to tap into God and say, God, what is your wisdom? I need your wisdom to walk along this journey. If we ever needed to know the insight in the mind of God, it is now. And so that's what godly wisdom is. Godly wisdom is literally seeing how God sees things. He knows the beginning and the end, knowing his perspective on it and then actually walking in what he is directing us to do. So let's look at the first um, uh, verse, uh, excuse me, Proverbs 2 and 10 says, when wisdom enters your house, when wisdom, let wisdom enter in today, let wisdom enter into your circumstances. So um, the first point that I want to give you 
for a, 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 a benefit of godly wisdom, the first point is godly wisdom gives us God's guidance. God's guidance. One of the benefits of godly wisdom is God's guidance. So let's look at Proverbs uh, 2, 9, and 11. Proverbs 2, 9, and 11. Proverbs 2, 9, and 11 says, Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair. And you will find the right way to go. When we receive wisdom, when we seek God's wisdom, he's going to give us, he's going to help us to understand what is right. God, is this right? Is it right, the path that I'm going? Is this right? Is this situation that I'm in, is it right? Is this job that has been offered me, is it right? Um, uh. Uh, nowadays, and, and I'm getting and I'm getting phone calls from the Philippines and everywhere because they're trying to scam you out of money, you know, uh, uh, get get rich quick things and and bitcoins and I, I you know I put a mute on it. But some people give into that. Some people lose much money behind it. But God will let you know whether it's right or not. He'll let you know whether it's just and fair. And it says you will find the right way to go. He will guide you through your situation. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever it is that you need some wisdom and you're standing still, don't move spontaneously, but stand still and say, God, I need your guidance. I need your wisdom in this situation. Proverbs 3, 21 and 26 says, um, it says, my child, don't lose Sight. It says what? Don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. It says what? To hang on to them. Don't lose it. Don't lose sight of it. Amen. It says to hang on to it. Verse 22 says, For they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. Verse 23, they're like jewels on a necklace. And it says, they keep you safe on your way, and your feet will not stumble. Your feet will not stumble. And then it says, you can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. We're talking about the wisdom of God. It says you don't need, you need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. And then it says, for the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Amen. The enemy is seeking to devour you. The enemy is seeking to tear us down. He's seeking to catch us in a trap. And so... God's uh, uh, godly wisdom, one of the benefits of godly wisdom is, number one, it is his guidance, his guidance. And then number two, 
It is God's divine protection. And I kind of read a little bit of that when we were in uh, uh, Proverbs 3 and 21 because it said that it will protect you. It will protect you. It will protect you. And so um, let's look at Proverbs 11 and 13 again. 11 and 13. Proverbs 11 and 13 says wise choices. Listen to this. God's divine protection. Wise choices when we walk in godly wisdom. And I know I'm walking in. I'm going to stay in pretty much Proverbs 3, uh, the second chapter and the third chapter. Uh, 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 it says wise choices will watch over you and understanding will do what? It will keep you safe. So when we seek the wisdom of God, one of the benefit, uh, benefit number two is that God's divine protection is going to keep us safe from danger, keep us safe from the mouths of the enemy, keep us safe. He says he hides us up under the what? The shadow of the wings of the Almighty. And then verse 12, it says, um, not only will God, uh, uh, God, uh, the benefit of godly wisdom, it says wisdom will save you from evil people. It's going to keep you safe. You're going to have the protection of God from those whose words are twisted. What do you mean twisted? They're lying about you. They're deceiving. They're speaking everything about you that's not even true. It's not even being said. They're not saying anything to build you up and to encourage you. But their main purpose and their main desire is to tear you down. And verse 13 says, these men turn from what? From the right way to walk down dark paths. Amen. My God. So when we fail to walk in godly wisdom, we're walking down a dark path. And we're moving away from the right way. So divine protection. God says, ask me for, for godly wisdom. Ask me for wisdom. Don't try to keep doing things your own way. Ask me. Ask me for it because I know what is in store for you. I know what's down the road. You may have gone through life even now. And I think about some of the things that I have gone through um, over the years in my life. And I understand. I did not understand while I was going through it. But I do understand now that some of the very same things that I went through was because God was making me. God was, was molding and shaping me. And it didn't hurt. It didn't uh, it hurt when I was on the potter's wheel. When he was breaking me and molding me and, and breaking my wheel down and, and, and getting me to surrender it did not feel good but God says I'm molding and I'm shaping you and so now uh, uh, because God understood what my life needed he understood that the tools and the things that I needed in my life and so point number two God's divine protection one of the benefits another benefit of godly wisdom is God per, divine protection this is the one that I like Another benefit of godly wisdom is godly wisdom gives you the ability to overcome major obstacles and opposition. Anybody been facing any obstacles over the last couple of months? I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to raise both of my hands. 
Anybody experienced any opposition over you watching me via Facebook Live? Have you just send put a little heart or raise your hand and a thumbs up saying, yes, I've experienced some opposition. I've experienced some obstacles over the last couple of months. 2020, we did not know that it was going to be like this. And it has been an obstacle even just to get to this very point in September. Am I right? There has been a whole change of the way we have had to do life, the way we've had to interact with people. They were obstacles. Amen. Would you would you consider it as obstacles? So so uh, God says that uh, uh, my wisdom, that one of the benefits of gaining my wisdom is going to be the ability to overcome major obstacles and opposition. Let's look at Proverbs 21. Proverbs 21 and 22. Proverbs 21 and 22. Proverbs 21 and 22 says the wise, they do what? They conquer the city of the strong. So in other words, when, when, we, uh, 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 when we have godly wisdom, we're able to go, and even though somebody says that I'm strong, even though somebody says that, you know what, you'll never be able to defeat me, even though the enemy says that, you know what, I got you in a trap and you're not going to get out, uh, uh, godly wisdom, uh, it says that you will be able and have the ability to conquer the city of the strong and level the fortress in which they trust. Those who are trusting trusting in their gods, those who are trusting, and I, I got it all together, you are going to be able to conquer, and then not just conquer, but you're going to simply level it. You're going to level it. You're going to level the field. You're going to level their fortress in which they stand behind. Which they stand behind. Proverbs 24 and 5 says, uh, the wise are mightier than the strong. In other words, I don't care how much strength, I don't care how much you go into the gym. When I have, when I walk in godly wisdom, guess what? I'm stronger than whatever workout plan you could ever go into. Because godly wisdom will, 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 will cause me to be strong when you're looking at me and you bring a certain situation against me and you think that I'm going to fall up under it, but yet I'm still standing and smiling and I'm laughing and I'm, I'm joyous and you think I should be crying, you think I should be at home being depressed and doing all sorts of things. The wisdom, when I say, God, give me your wisdom, I don't know how to handle this situation, I don't know how to handle what I'm going through, but God, I need your wisdom. God comes along and causes me to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, my God. And not only that, he gives me the knowledge to not just be strong, but he causes me to grow stronger and stronger. Godly wisdom, the benefit of godly wisdom, I can overcome. Some obstacles. Devil, you thought you... Ah! Glory. Ha! The enemy thought he had some of us. The enemy thought that some of us were going to lose our mind. But 
Ah, God came in and he said, no, 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 no. You began to cry out to God and I even heard a lot of people are saying that during the time of isolation, during the time of quarantine, that they sought God like never before. And it's in that seeking, they were seeking God's heart and, and now they're able to come out and they're stronger. They're full of the word of God. So when we have godly wisdom, we're able to overcome some major obstacles. We become unstoppable when we get godly wisdom. Unstoppable. And my last point, my last point, long life. Godly wisdom produces long life. Wealth, honor, and peace. It's not your job. It's not you constantly saying, I got I to gotta grind. Y'all heard, folk, I got to grind. I got to grind and make this money. It's not all of the grinding that's going to cause you to be prosperous. And I'm not just talking about uh, uh, wealth as far as finances. Yes, finances is great, but God will give you wealth in spiritual things. He will cause you to be wealthy in spiritual things. And then not only that long life. I, I, uh, I, I, I say sometimes, uh, see people that I have not seen. And I've been going back home quite a bit here in the, over the last couple of weeks. And I've seen people that I went to high school and graduated high school with. And life looks hard for them. They look, they look, y'all ever seen somebody that, you know, life is worn on somebody? Y'all ever, you ever seen that? But people look at me and they're like, wow, you know, you don't look a day old over, and I'm not going to tell my age, but you don't look a day over this. And when I tell them how old I am, they're like, "Uh uh-uh, no. Because why? Because God will, godly wisdom, and when you seek the wisdom of God, God will give you long life. He will cause you to have a glow like never before. He will renew you like never before. And so it says long life, wealth, honor, and peace. And in order to, to uh, 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 show you this in the scriptures, let's look at Proverbs three sixteen and 18. Proverbs 3, 16 and 18 says that wisdom, wisdom offers you what? There it is. It offers you long life in her right hand. In her right hand is the long life. And in her left hand is riches and honor. Riches. God says godly wisdom. And this is what the book of Proverbs, the second, uh, the third chapter is talking about getting wisdom. And it says that she will guide you down delightful paths and all her ways are what? Satisfying. Satisfying. You want to have a satisfied life? Get godly wisdom. But it says wisdom. Wisdom is a tree of life. There we go. Long life is a tree of life to those who embrace her and happy are those who hold tightly to her. Hold her tightly. Hold her tightly. Hold wisdom tightly. Hold wisdom tightly. Anybody want to hold wisdom tightly on today? I don't know about you, but I'm tired of making mistakes because I want to do my own thing. 
I'm tired of not uh, 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 receiving the abundance that I should be receiving because I moved ahead of God. Instead of saying, God, I'm going to seek you right now. I'm going to see what, you, what it is that you want me to do. And it says when, when we walk in godly wisdom, when we uh, 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 receive and, and, and pursue godly wisdom, we will live a balanced life. Our life will be balanced. And I wrote this point down. It says when we have godly wisdom, we will walk by faith on the unfamiliar and the familiar roads of life. We will walk by faith. Walk by faith on the familiar and the unfamiliar roads. Anybody been on some unfamiliar roads recently? I have. I have. I've been on some unfamiliar roads. And so on today, if I can just encourage you, whatever you're going through, Lord, I've tried this and I've tried that. But God, I want your wisdom on today. I want godly wisdom. I need to know how to handle this situation. I need to know how to handle these people that I don't know what to do with. I didn't know what to do with my nephew. But I took a step back and said, okay, God, you show me how to handle this. God will do it. God will do it. The unfamiliar roads of life. You're watching me via live stream. Have you been on some unfamiliar roads in your life? Are you on one right now? You've done everything and you're like, you've done what you thought was right. And now you find yourself. God, this is not the way I wanted it to turn out. Unfamiliar. Unfamiliar. And Pastor Robert just been kind of just riding the city here. And I've been seeing places that have been unfamiliar with me. I don't know, but guess what? <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. The road that you're walking on may, may be unfamiliar. But the road that you're on right now, ask God for wisdom. And one thing about the unfamiliar road that we've been traveling and some of the ones in the city, if we stayed on it long enough, we reached the familiar road that we, were rec that we recognized. So the road that you're on right now may be unfamiliar, but ask God, give me your wisdom, give me your protection, give me your guidance, give me your strength to walk and to, con to continue down this road. Because if you continue, God will lead you to a more familiar place. He'll lead you to a new place. And as I close, maybe you have been, those of you who are watching me via live stream and in the building, maybe you've been going through some difficulties and it's been unfamiliar territory. Seems like the enemy been beating you up. Not experiencing any joy. Not experiencing any peace. But there is a prayer. And the prayer says. And we know it. 
It says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. There's some things that I just cannot change. I can't change it, God. But give me the courage to change the things that I can. There are some things that's within your control that you can change. But God, most of all, grant me the wisdom to know the difference. To know the difference when there are things that I need to do to change my situation. Grant me the wisdom, God, to be able to know when there's some things that I just need to let go and take my hands off of. Anybody need to take your hands off of some things right now? Anybody? If that's you, if that's you, you want to turn around. You want God to do some things. Just say, God, grant me godly wisdom. I want godly wisdom on today. I want godly wisdom. I need to make a decision, God, not to go my own way. But I choose you today. Choose God today. Choose his way. Choose what he wants you to do. It's not easy. But choose it on today. Godly wisdom. Godly wisdom. The benefit is God's guidance. The benefit is divine protection. The benefit is the ability to overcome major obstacles and oppositions. And most of all, long life, wealth, honor, and peace. Honor and peace. I pray for you today, who's watching us via live streaming, even here in the building, that God would encourage your heart. That you would stand strong. That you would surrender everything to God. And just let God have his way on today. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Let God have his way on today. Say, God, have your way in my life. Say it out of your mouth. If you're watching me at home, say, God, have your way in my life. If you're in here in the building, say, have your way in my life, God. Have your way, God. I surrender all to you. I surrender it to you. And if you've surrendered your life today, who watching us via live stream, just drop us a note. Drop us your prayer request. And we thank you for watching us on today. And until next week, as I said, join us on Wednesday for prayer. We'll send you the link. Because we want to pray for you. Because we want you to get the victory in your life. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us on today. Praise the Lord.